Today's daf discusses some more about a cotton and uh, his ability to make kinyonim, and we try to bring rayas from Shitufim voice from an Oma Evria being paid the Maishashani, the different levels of katnas. We discuss when the husband or wife sets a location for the get. Is that a tnai? Is that going to make a difference in the chalos of the get? What happens if the woman gave a second location? We discuss a shliach who uh, ruins an Erev. He doesn't, he doesn't listen exactly to the directions given. Does that passel the Erev? And we learn about various lashonos of a get. We begin with Rav Viradon. He asks, when it comes to a shituf in my voice, you have a mavoy, a whole bunch of people living, sharing this mavoy, and they want to all join together. So you take a barrel of wine, and you announce on it that this is property of the entire mavoy. Then you have to be mazaket to them. So the, so the Gemara Nerevin tells us that you can be mazaket by means of this guy, whoever's doing it, his son, his daughter, if they're Gedolim, he could use his Eved or his Jewish Shifcha. And the Gemara asks, hold on, how old is the Shifcha? If she already has Tesaris, she's already Gedolim, then she's free. Elamai, she's a Gitana. And she's still able to be Zoyche for someone else. You see that a Katana Katana can be Zoyche for someone else. The Gemara, however, answers that that's different, but she took from her voice, there was their Abonon. The concept is there abundant. But the rice, there's no issue of walking in the mavoy, carrying there on Shabbos. It's only from Rishus Yach to Rishus Rabbim. Rav Chista says that Rav Vradon could have answered something. What could have answered? He said that every there abundant, you're right, it's there but every there is based on a deraisa. The Gemara says that the reason why that wouldn't, the response to that, is that we only say that the Rabbanon are Mesake and their Takonis like Dairaisas when there is an Iker Minhatoira. When it's totally made up by the Rabbanon, then they won't. But it's entirely the Rabbanon and the more leniencies there. So Rabbi Avio brings another riot, uh, the strength of a cotton from Allah of Maeser Shani. There's a shtick that someone could do with Maeser Shani to get out of paying the Choymesh of being paid. And normally, if you pay the Maeser you have to pay a Choymesh. You get a third party involved, you're being paid to someone else's Maeser then you don't have to pay the fifth. So a person can tell his son or daughter if they're G'daylem, or to his editor, Shivcha Ivriim, that, hey, this money is for you to be paid to Maeser This Maeser over here. So since there's some Al Shulchanai, the money automatically goes back to him. So the Gemara says, hold on, Who, which shifcha is this guy using for his pidyon? If she's a bas shteisaros, then she's already free. Elamai, she's a katana. See, she's still, a katana has a kayach to be mezake. The Gemara answers, the meiser, nowadays is there a bonon, and that's why we're able to use her for this kinyan. Gemara says, yeah, but you don't have, we don't have an Amr Ivriya nowadays. Abraissa says that we only have an um, uh, Avodim when we have Yoival. So the Gemara says, we have to turn it into a Darabonin in, in another way that the Maeser Shaini, that she's being Mezaka, was Darabonin. It was in an Otsu chain in Okov, so it didn't entirely grow from the ground. It was in a contained pot. 
That's when we let a katana be mezaka, but normally we would not. Next, Rebbe tells us that there are three levels of a katan. There is a child that we, when you give him a rock, he'll throw it away, a nut, he'll eat it. At that level, he has a, a very minor sense of das. He could tell the difference between edibles and non-edibles. And he, for him, he could be mezaka for himself, but not for someone else. And at that same age, a katana can be miskadeshes with miyun, a derabonin form of kedushin. The second stage of katanos is pu'utois. They're able to buy and sell things, halachically, uh, metaltalin. And at that age, a katana is able to be divorced, except the gerushin, when her father had been mekadesher. And the third age bracket of katana katana is when they reach the point of being able to make a nadarim, where their nether will be a nether, their hektish, their kedushin will be a, their hektish will be hektish, and a katana at that age will be able to do chalitza. However, the, 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 the Rav tells us that in order to be able to sell their father's inheritance, his father's property, they have to wait till you're 20, that we're more concerned that this teenager won't take his inheritance seriously, and he might blow it, so still has the din of a katana until the age of 20. Gabe that. In the next Mishnah, we learn that if a katana tells a shliach, I want you to be a makabal get for me, that's not a good shliach, uh, so it's only a good get. It only, it's only active once it's actually in the katana's hands. So if the Baal wants to back out before that point, he can. Because a katana cannot make a shliach. But if the father sends out a shliach to go be makabal to get for his daughter, that's a good shlichus, and the husband can't back out anymore. Chal with the shliach. If someone tells a shliach to give a get to his wife in a specific place, it's not like his Rashi and Tesis read, whether it's a place where he won't be so embarrassed or a place where she will be embarrassed. If the shliach gives it to her somewhere else, it's possible. It's not a good get. But if he just tells the shliach where his wife is, how he been complaining? And then he gives it to her somewhere else. It's still kosher because it's not about where to give her. He was just giving the shliach a simon where he can find his wife. On the flip side, if a woman tells the shliach, I want you to be in a kabel maget in a specific place, and then the shliach picks it up somewhere else, if a machloik is Tanakama says it's possible, and Rebelezer says over here it'll still be kosher. Unless the case is where. She tells the sheikh to bring me my get from a specific place. Even if the sheikh picks it up from somewhere else, it's kosher. Gemara explains there, Belozer was maskim to the Tanakama and the Reisha by the husband, but by the wife, he said that the get will still be kosher, even though the sheikh picked it up from somewhere else. Because the husband is the one that does the gay Russian. So he could be makbed that it's in a specific place. But for her, she was just giving the shliach a location where he, where he can go to pick up her get. But she wasn't makbid on a davka being in that spot. Therefore, if the shliach picks it up somewhere, somewhere else, it'll still be a valid get. In the next mystery we learn, if someone, a wife tells the shliach to go bring me my get, she's still allowed to eat truma until it actually gets into her hand. She's not officially divorced from her kind husband until she has the get in hand. But if she, if she says, I want you to be Mechabel the get for me, then she's 
also eat Truma right away because the get is going to be Mikabelet. Shliach's hand is going is her hand. If he tell, she tells the Shliach, I want you to be Mikabelet for me in that specific place, then we have a Machalikas. Tanakama says that she can still eat Truma until the Shliach would have gotten to that place, however long that would take. And Rebbe Lozer says that she's also immediately the second that the Shliach leaves her presence. Now the Gemara says it's much more from our Mishnah that that it's still a valid get, even though the shliach got it from the wrong place. The problem is that we learned in the last Mishnah that if the shliach picks it up from the wrong place, it's possible. And the Gemara answers that the wife was giving the shliach two places. He says, "I want you to get me to get from Mas Mechasia. Sometimes my husband can be found in Bavel." She was telling him, "I want you to get the get wherever it is." I just don't want to get to be chal until you get to Masa Michasya. So she's setting the chalos of the get in a specific place. I guess the chalos of the shlichos. Now Rebbe Lajah says that she's immediately asked her to eat truma. You don't have to wait until the shliach would have gotten to that place. The Gemara says, well, yeah, isn't that poshut? She's just giving him a maramakam, a place where to go find the get. The Gemara answers. No, she, we're talking about where she actually told him, go east. And he sees that the shliach, she, she sees that the shliach is heading out west. Now, over here, you might think that she's, she can be like, oh, my get isn't towards the west. So I have some time. I can still eat some chuma. Kamash Malon, that there's still a chance that for somehow they'll meet up, even though the shliach went to the west. And she might get divorced sooner than expected, so therefore she's not allowed to eat Shuma starting now. Next thing Mara brings a case. If someone tells the Shliach, I want you to make an Eriv for me using dates. But he ends up using figs instead, or vice versa. So we have Machlekes in Bryasas, whether that Eriv is good. So how do we answer this theory in Bryasas? Rabbah gives us our first answer. He says, we have two sheetas. We have the Rabbanon and Rebbe Lozer. The Rabbanon, they say that when he tells the Shliach what to use, that he's very makbar on that. I want you to specifically use dates. So if he doesn't, that Erev is invalid. But Rebbe Lozer holds, no, he's just saying, I, you know, I think I happen to have dates, so use those, but you could use whatever you want. Rebbe Yosef has a different answer. He says, really, of course he's makbar if we go like the Rabbanon. I so why would it be a good Erev? Because the fruits that the shliach used weren't his. When he uses the fruits that are his, that's when it's a valid Erev. Abayah says, I, how could you fit in that answer with the other Bryce that says if someone tells the shliach to make an Erev in a specific location and he goes to another location to make the Erev? We still have the same stira. How are you going to answer that over there? I'll say, I'll use the same answer. In the location where I sent him, that was my fruit. The location where he ended up making the Erev, that wasn't my fruit. That's why it's not going to be valid. In the next mission, we learn if someone, a husband says a lotion of Kisvu get Utunu the Ishti. That's a good divorce. But if he says Kisvu Igeres Utunu La, this is also a lotion of a get, even though he just said Igeres. And that'll be a good get. But if he says Petrua, Parnasua, Asula Kanimus, that is not a lotion of get, and he didn't do any, and there's no divorce there. And the more we learn.
But if the husband says a lashon of shalchua, shavkua, terchua, those are good lashonas of getin, and the yishliach goes ahead and writes and delivers the get. But if he says patrua, parnasua, osulah kenimus, osulah karoi, that's nothing. And Abraiser of Nassim tells us that the lashon of patrua is a good lashon of get, but pitrua with a yod is not a good get. And Rava says that Abnosan is a Babylonian, he's Medayic. He can tell the difference between Pitrua and Podrua. In Balval, they were able to be Medayic in the Yuds, but our Braisa left that out because in order to show they weren't Medayic in Yuds. Now the Gemara asks, what happens if the husband uses the lotion of Hoitziyua, Azvua, Hetirua, Hanichua, Ha'ilula, Asula Kedas, is, is that a lotion of telling someone to divorce his wife? His wife? So the Gemara answers, I can answer you at least one. The Brisa says that if the husband says Asula Kedas or Asula Kenimus or Asula Karoi, those are not Lashonas of Gerushin and they wouldn't be Chao. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.